Durga's Fireside Chat, hosted by Priya Varadarajan. Hello everyone, I'm Priya and I'm part of Durga. Durga is a citizen sector organization that wants to build power and resilience in youth to act against sexual harassment in public spaces and also work towards a gender-just society. Towards this, we do various strategic activities around engaging with youth in various places like colleges, schools, events, online fora and also through active campaigning. To continue with our efforts in engaging with youth through the fireside chat, I will speak to gender justice activists across the country on their activism and inspiration to youth to further the movement. Do listen in, do share your thoughts and do write in to us whenever you have any issues around what you've heard, questions on what you've heard or how you understand issues of gender, gender justice or sexual harassment in public spaces. Milin grew up in Assam, Northeast India as Mili Dotta and didn't know that anyone else could be queer. Years later, she began to organize an annual fundraiser that supports women's financial empowerment in Assam. Today, Milin is the founder of Anna Zori. Welcome to the Fireside Chat with Durga. Would be lovely to hear your journey of activism. So I did not start as an activist. I am just an engineer working computer science, uh, lived in the U.S. And I did not realize my privilege also until I uh, fell in love with somebody. And when she talked about how she was violated when she was 18 years old. So that was it, you know, eye-opening moment for me. And uh, because before that, nobody ever told me that they were, uh, you know, molested or abused. And somebody telling me... uh, the fact that happened, it was, uh, you know, she became my hero. And uh, and I could also see how she was struggling. And I was not able to communicate with her much because uh, we broke up and uh, and I could, but I could see the struggle. And then when I came back to Assam and I have seen in newspapers, the violences uh, happened uh, against the young girls who leave their home come to the cities and work as a helper girl. And that was the moment, you know, I couldn't keep quiet and I wanted to do something. I think, you know, that was my starting point. At the same time, I look back and I remember when sitting in the dining table uh, next to my brother, my brother is the only son and we were three, that time I was a female body. And I see whenever my brother got the extra piece of chicken, I should sit next to him and I should demand that I should also get. So I do not say that is an activism, but that was, uh, I think my, I was growing, you know, I was able to see injustice and put my voice, I think. So those are, you know, small, small things that uh, makes who we are, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I think where you really touched, um, and I'm sure touched the emotions is what I'm saying, uh, is when you're talking about someone's story of violation, violence, vulnerability, and then a personal experience of discrimination have in some sense sort of triggered it. And in your own way at a young age, without perhaps realizing it as activism, the fact that you questioned it or sought or demanded to be treated equally as your brother, I think um, uh, has said it all. So thanks a lot for sharing a personal story with us, Milan. 
The second thing we want to ask you is, what aspect of feminism do you connect with most? What act of feminism? So you got me over there because I do not know theoretical point of view. What are the different type of feminism? I don't know. Um, what upsets me is, um, you know, when I, you know, I am Hindu, and when I started questioning, like questioning, like when my father said to my mom. That oh, only rice finished or potato finished. You know when he questioned my mom. You know my mom is cooking for us. You know why would you ask this question to my mom? The awareness of the inequality. Then I realized when uh, my mom is to read Lakshmi Sarit during Lakshmi Puja, who described the characteristic of a Lakshmi, how she walks, how she uh, she sit and what not. And I used to demand that where's the book for guys. Um, also, when you read about mythology, you know, when Rupadi had to be split among the four or five brothers, right? That's what Kunti had said, right? Or how Sita had to prove her purity when uh, Ram did not have to do anything. Krishna married 16,000 wives and be okay with that. You know, things like that, you know, or Surasuti sitting, I think it was Surasuti, but uh, in the feet level, I think it was Vishnu, right? And massages him, uh, his feet. Those are the things that were boiling down to me that why? And then also in Hindu marriages, when you have Kanyadan, like is Kanya a community commodity that you donate? So I didn't uh, study activism. I did not study feminism. I did not do women's study or any of those stuff. But these are the questions happen to mine or also when uh, what do you call when a girl get her charms why is she dirty why she cannot go to a temple you know she's pure her mind is pierced you know why those are the questions i i have many whys you know not that i'm just been pointing hindu but i'm because i'm hindu that's why i question my own uh, religion i'm sure that uh, other religions are somewhat more stricter than hinduism i think hinduism is quite accepting in certain ways but uh Stuff like that. And uh, and in fact, uh, when I was in the U.S., I was uh, invited to talk about feminism. And I didn't understand, actually, what do you really mean by feminism? So I had to go and look through because I didn't study. I just question when things happen, you know, when something is expected of you. And now since I'm in a, I transit and as a male body, still I, I am still a fem feminist. I want the equal rights. My next question to you is whether it's your work with Anazori or whether, uh, you know, you work from observation and understanding as well. We all understand that building communities that have power to be able to address gender-based violence is very, very critical because you can't keep looking at case-to-case-to-case basis, right? So according to you, what could be ways in which we build communities that have power, resilience, strength, so that they can address gender-based violence on their own? I think everything boils down to education. And uh, through Anajuri, we uh, one of the uh, part of Anajuri is education. We also connecting with the organization called Avishkar. Uh, we are basically sister organization. Kaviska is the main one. They teach um, STEM education, science, technology, engineering, math. And uh, we wanted to have our base Anajori at, at, in a place called Dhemaji because Dhemaji has 40 girls being sold every month, high rate of witch hunting, high rate of child marriage, 
And I think 70% of Dhamaji is underwater at least two months in a year. So what we have seen that, you know, people, if somebody say that this stone has power, people not question and they started worshipping them. But people do not see their strength inside. And and in Asmi, they say on Nabisak, blind faith. And all of this, all those, quite a lot of violences happen because they don't understand. They do not understand the logic and the science behind it. Period. They just don't understand. So for us, one of the things we want is to educate, specifically educate women. Uh, you know, let's make more women doctors and engineers and policymakers and, you know, activists, um, change makers, right? And also in the politics. Hopefully we have some cleaner politics. I think then only we can, you know, every, you know, what another thing we are trying to do is if you can connect to in a village level and we cannot just work in one thing. We cannot just work with women empowerment alone. We have to work with education. We have to for women empowerment we have to do it and talk about gen- gender and sexuality you know we have to take care of animals we have to take care of environment you know we have to take care of our elders so i think these are the different dots and we wanted to connect those dots one village at a time connecting the dots so that they can be self uh, you know sustaining you know many times we forgot our local food right you know assam is uh, rice eater place and why are you buying rice from Punjab? why can't you eat our own food why are you going for uh, avocados when we have so many local foods you know how could we be self-sustaining including the food you know so that's what i see is that's what i am trying to do i am trying to collaborate i we are trying to you know pro- promote our local heroes many times we are just promoting heroes from outside you know bollywood and hollywood movies are influencing us so much we are going after kfc what's wrong with our tandoori chicken you know why do we need to just blindly follow something else we used to have such a beautiful bianam you know in the weddings but now everybody follow you know mehendis and cocktail parties and we are living our culture we used to be you know i left assam in 87 but before that, I remember the Assam. You know, nobody used to leave Assam and go. They used to be in Assam. Our culture, we used to take really good pride in being Assamese. You know, our culture. But now we are letting it go. We are not even speaking our own language. Whenever possible, we just talk in English or Hindi. So I am going local, trying to have local food, trying to speak local language. And for me, all this are together. Thank you so much, Milan. The final question is, do you have a message to India's youth on how you think they should take up issues of gender justice in their own way? Because in some sense, we are handing over the uh, baton to them. I think it will be again related to previous question. First, we have to educate ourselves. Um, and, you know, many times what I see is that we, wherever there is tradition, we say, oh, that's very traditional. Sometimes I think that tradition some quite often put women behind. Sometimes. It's complicated because I love tradition. At the same time, I don't want it to happen at women's expenses. You know, uh, living in the U.S., I also see, saw that in uh, Native American culture, that the mom or the grandma put everybody together. They are the people who put everybody together. But then they have to sacrifice a lot, you know, Previously, um, we have more, uh, less, you know, less divorce or less um, 
conflict. You know, I, I, I may be wrong also. But then women feared everything. Women didn't go to work. My mom, she didn't go to work. She cooked for us. She did everything for us. And we, I have a very happy memory of my childhood. But now I see divorce. Women are more independent. They have, they're earning their, you know, own money and they do not have to serve somebody else. So, uh, and I can also see societies being, you know, broken. I have seen that in the U.S. also, like most of my friends, most of my friends, more than 80% of my friends, parents are divorced. And I can see also like, you know, how it mentally, uh, you know, affect the children and stuff like that. So I'm conflicted. I'm conflicted between uh, having tradition and then when we say the tradition, cultural, I have seen in Assamese societies and Indian society as well as Native American societies and all that. Then I think the mom and the mother put everything together. Their freedom was limited. They have to sacrifice a lot. So uh, what do I see then? I, you know, I, I, I think that there should be balance, balance between and compromise and uh, you know i would like the girls student when people say they also are, you know and ask me they say that you know girls do not do, do this thing and that thing you know many people still eat the lucky sarit water you know characteristic of, of girls and we have to learn to question yeah my my request for the younger generation is just don't yeah you do respect your elders but question is just because some elder says something to be done oh you know respectfully ask why we should not just you know do things blindly we should be knowing ask why you know i think um, and voice your opinion educate yourself and have a goal you know be independent and that movie astitwa i think tabu is there i love that movie i think we have to have our own uh, astitwa because many people i have seen after marriage they say that oh you to become one the husband and wife have to be one i don't think that they have to be one they have to have each have their identity and then they can have a part which is combined but i don't think that anybody should lose their identity thank you so much uh, i think what you're saying is very real and uh, perhaps it it'll take a long time for it to translate and be as fluid and organic as the way we would want it to be but uh, we'll have to collectively work towards getting it uh, to be in a very free flowing and uh, sustainable thank you so much milan durga's fireside chat hosted by priya varadarajan 